Hey everyone, and welcome to Refinery Life Australia, and welcome to another Thursday night teaching. I'm Gary Hoban, and you know, we'd love to see you at the refinery on a Sunday morning. If you're looking for a new church, come and join us as we, we meet together and we share the word of the Lord. We meet at 9.30 on Sundays at 23 T.E. Peters Drive at Broadbeach. And there's only two things you should really be looking for in a church if you're looking for a new one. First one is, are the people friendly? And they certainly are at the refinery. And do they preach the word of the Lord? And that's one thing we absolutely do. So we'd love to see you. If you're looking for a new home, come and join us. Join me in the Lord's Prayer before we go any further. We, we pray the Lord's Prayer daily because it's the way Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. This week we're continuing our study, focusing on Paul's letter to the Corinthians. And today we're talking about things freely given to us. The text we're concentrating on is 1 Corinthians 2 12. It says, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. What an important thing to know, the things that have been freely given to us by God. The scripture reading, the scriptures we're going to work through are 1 Corinthians 2, 12 through to 16. Let's Read them together. If you've got your Bible, open it up. Let me encourage you. When you jump onto these live streams, bring your Bible with you so we can read through it together. It says, Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Verse 13. Things, sorry, these things we also speak, not in words, which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing the things, com, sorry, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolish to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. The world doesn't understand the Spirit. Verse 15. But he who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Amen. How good is that? I encourage you to go back and read that again at some stage because it's a pretty powerful piece of scripture. You know, I recently read a story of a small church and they had a building in America a little while ago and they needed some repairs and renovations done and the congregation voted to spend $5,000 on the job the work started but as it progressed as these works normally do the costs increased, they soared and they became apparent to the pastor that there was some plan was necessary to meet the added expense and he promised one or sorry, he proposed one that was unique. Every three months, the pastor and 22 members 
of this little church who responded to his challenge made a trip to the blood donor clinic and sold a pint of blood for $25. The church netted more than $10,000 by doing this. They were literally paying for their church with their own blood. Blood, James stated, has always been the life of the church. Christ gave his precious blood for it. As Tertullian said, the blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church. Across the centuries, the church has flourished in proportion to the sacrifice and dedication of God's people. I don't know whether you've, you've realized it yet, but this is actually a message about serving. And not serving yourself, but serving the church, serving the Lord. The present hour calls upon each of us to give nothing less than ourselves in a new surrender to both Christ and his church. We're in the last days, people. The subject for this message, things freely given to us, is an important one. Let's have a look at today's passage. The meaning of the word freely in 1 Corinthians 2.12 means bestowed. It is to be distinguished from the word freely that we find in Matthew 10.8, which reads, freely you have received, freely give. Different words completely. The primary idea of the word here is the spirit of giving or the spirit in which a thing is given. God's gifts are not given grudgingly, nor with resentment, nor of necessity. They are freely given blessings from heaven, agonies from earth, and they are the blood of life. Grace is unmerited favor. Look at Romans 8, 32. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? God gave his son. How would he not give us all things? And look at Galatians 3.18. For if the inheritance is of the law, it is no longer of promise. But God gave it to Abraham by promise. All gifts of God, as we are told in Isaiah 55.1, are without money and without price. You cannot buy your gifts. They don't have a price on them. Therefore, you should not prostitute them to other people. Second point here today is look at the different people who are offered God's gifts. Some people resent the idea of God giving his son away the way he did. They feel so secure within themselves that receiving a gift, as described in this text, is an unheard of thing. These people are lost. Some people have so much self-reliance that they're actually lost. Some of these people are sitting in our churches. All people need to see that's God's giving of his son. It's his plan for our redemption from sin and from ruin. God's redemption would be unfair if it were not free. For some would be able to purchase it, wouldn't they? And others wouldn't. If it were not free, think how a lost person would feel. This redemption cost Jesus his blood, and there have been many more martyrs for his cause since. All who receive God's gifts must count the cost of discipleship. If you want to be a Christian, if you want to actually walk with Christ, you have to count the cost. Are you willing to pay that price? Although we can't earn or buy our salvation, which is a free gift from God, 
We are called upon to commit our lives in Christian living and service. We need to get off that salvation experience and do more. The Christian is to be separated from the things of the world and consecrated to the things of God. We shouldn't be looking like the world. We shouldn't have our churches looking like nightclubs. Third point today is look at the Spirit of God who reveals God's gift to each person. God's gifts are freely given, but the recipient is not to take them for granted. No person is to believe he or she is the recipient of any gift because of merit or worth. We're not to think that God gives us a gift because we're better than someone else. He'll use a donkey if he wants to preach the word to someone. He'll raise up sons and daughters from the stones if he needs to. But you have the choice to actually do something with what he's given you. The giving is according to the sovereign will and the plan of God. Maybe some people who aren't getting the gifts, perhaps that's because God knows they're not going to do anything with them. But the people who are gifted with some of these things that God wants for them, they're actually going to give them away. They're going to share. They're going to, they're going to preach the word. They're going to be obedient to what God says. The gifts carry with them responsibility. I know that's a dirty word for a lot of people, but responsibility is a good thing. The gospel, which Paul talked about earlier in this passage, is to be shared. The good news of Jesus is the privilege and the responsibility of God's children to share. Believers are to bear the expense of spreading the gospel. Way too often we hear, well, God will pay the bill. If God wants me to do that, he'll pay for it. Believers are to share the expense of spreading the gospel. He gave you money to spend on sharing the gospel. As we finish up today, if you're a Christian... You've been bountifully blessed. You have many gifts bestowed upon you already. Now you must use them. That's your challenge for the week. You must use them. And let me encourage you, as I do every week, to be diligent with your Bible study time. Because God has so much more for us that we can get from us going to church once or twice a week and hearing someone else talk about the Word. When you spend time with God, your life will change in amazing ways because God is a Redeemer. There's nothing that's too hard for him and he can make you whole, spirit, soul and body if you will allow him to. And you're important to God. You know that already. Otherwise, you wouldn't be watching or listening to this. But you're also important to us at the refinery. When it comes to prayer, we believe that God wants to meet your needs and reveal his promises directly to you. So whatever you're concerned about and need prayer for, we want to be here for you. Even if you just want to say hi, you can contact us on www.refinerylife.com org or via any of our social media channels and we're believing 2022 this year is a year of repentance and blessings if you want to start seeing those blessings let me encourage you to start repenting you don't need to repent to me you don't need to repent to anyone except for the lord let me encourage you to do that because we want you to be blessed and until next time stay in the blessing